0: I'll come, I'll come back. 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 Oh
1: Is someone pressing the button? Yeah, we got we have the Amazon ad right now. Oh no,
2: right, okay, okay, okay. We just need to throw the announcement out there.
1: It's fine, I believe in you.
0: Can always impress yourself if you try less. <laughs> That's a great fucking quote and I'm gonna steal that.
3: Uh, do I get any royalties from that? What's what's the pay for this thing? It's fucking nothing. <laughs> oh, that's more than I usually get.
4: We could pay uh, you well, an exposure.
5: The
4: only happen. convention I was
3: usually good went to was BronyCon, and the uh, that's fucking ripping the ground. Yeah, we the Last
0: one too. It was good. Yeah. Or any of the other cons we're going to this year. Jesus. Busy here. <laughs> Holy shit. I think it's, we're live.
5: We
2: are live. We're just bullshitting. I'm hearing you. It's I'm the best way, way to, to start off. You should mute the cast window.
6: Oh, I like it.
2: It's,
3: it's confusing. Why, why do you like it if it's confusing? <laughs> He's out of control. He can't be stopped.
1: Well... People will probably trickle in slowly but surely. I was trying to give a minute for people to kinda of trickle on in.
0: Oh, oh we didn't we do getting...
1: we didn't do our blogs. Oh, That's fine, I
2: guess. Are we
0: getting that trickle?
1: No.
2: why well, don't everyone I quickly make a blog post saying that we're doing the, the cast.
1: Here, here's here's the link. And I can cut I can cut this. So I can cut this beginning so part off.
0: By I wouldn't I I wouldn't want
2: to I wouldn't want to like uh what's the word?
4: And if you go in right now with the
1: code Barcast, you get a free champion. And
0: and free emeralds. I don't and, I don't know and, what the in-game currency is. And the, and the emeralds you get are sponsored by Skillshare.
2: Wow. Oh okay, I made a blog. Hopefully that brings in a few more people. I'll do our countdown. I think Five, it. four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the Bar Cash, where the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders for this evening will be Alex
6: underscore. Uh, good, good. Uh afternoon. I hope you're doing well in two thousand twenty and uh vote Enigmatico Otaku! Oh shit. Mouse Flame
2: Milk <laughs> Fucking gnome,
1: I swear to God. <laughs> Fucking milk. Said the thing and pushed the button. Fucking milk. <laughs> and, my name's Flutter Priest.
2: This week, we have a very special guest. G- g- guest! Guest. Holy shit! I'm actually awful. Um, but, we have a very special guest. You may have seen them trolling around on Film Fiction. Uh, we know them as the 24th Pegasus. You may know them as the recent release of The Lies We Tell Ourselves, which, of
3: course, hit the feature box. The lovely 24th Pegasus. Hey everybody, how's it going? My name's Critical. I'm here to go play the barcast with a bunch of assholes. <laughs> no, but seriously, thanks for having me on, everybody. And, uh, do you actually, so you read that, uh, that thing I wrote, I guess, then, or something, since you're opening up with that story?
2: Oh, well, we tried to celebrate whatever, uh, our guest has, has written, uh, recently. Oh, Fantastic. Yeah, like, this is about you. We're here to promote you. Oh, it's about time. And, of course, your entire Discord server.
3: Exactly. Yeah, I've got a, a fucking Discord server thing on my page. Go to it if you're cool. Or not. I won't discriminate.
2: Well, we will. And for those who are tuning in for the very first time, welcome, why are you here, just joking, We are a community podcast show where you ask for the guests, we politely ask them on, and we ask them guests for two hours and make them miserable. Um, For those who have never seen some of our episodes, you can check out on past ones like Bill Newton, the voice of Bright Mac, uh, and Dusty Cat, and Milk, out (laughs) on Google Play Music, iTunes, and anywhere you digest your normal podcast materials. Um, Alexa,
6: Alexa, play broadcasts.
2: It's true. I hope your Alexa device is playing Barcast now, and Wait, that's, that's
6: awkward. Mobile. It's going to play the Barcast. And then you'll be like, well,
0: that was shit. Alexa, play Despacito.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we uh, have a whole bunch of questions live out in FinFiction right now, but of course we're streaming on Twitch. So, uh, the disgusting, enigmatic Otaku will be uh, fielding those questions. Enigma, what are questions we don't ask your guests? We will not ask real names. We will not ask incriminating
4: stuff. No real names. No politics. No religion. Holy shit! You did a good job with that, man. <laughs> oh, you did
0: it. Very succinct and straightforward. I applaud you. What? So, uh, go ahead.
4: No, no, what, No, I was just saying whatever's on the
2: top of my head. I don't know what's going
4: it's on. Learning.
6: Right Pavlo so, Stokes.
2: Subscribe to Enigma's Patreon. There you go. <laughs> now then without further ado, let's jump into actual interview questions because we have our guest here. Um That's but true. if you ever hear any of us say the word fuck, go ahead and have a nice healthy fuck. Drink. Fuck. <laughs> have a drink at home. Please be responsible with drinking. We don't want to send someone to the hospital.
6: Drink okay. yourself into illness. You, you know drink yourself out out into <laughs> death.
2: Don't I did do that, that last night. night. Number too. <laughs> 24th Pegasus, <laughs> who are you and what have you done for
3: the fandom? Uh, I am a guy who writes things that some people apparently have heard of, uh, <laughs> things here and there, and that, that's about it. I, I've been writing stuff since, uh, I guess it was 2012 when I joined or something, Something like that. So it's uh in any case it's been too long since I since I started doing this shit and I'm stuck in here and I can't get out. Please send please send help.
0: Why <laughs> don't you a... are we the same person?
3: <laughs> <laughs> probably. You know, you never know.
4: Why don't you name some of this stuff that people have heard of?
3: Uh well for I guess it was yeah, this would have been two years ago at this point. Uh a thing probably a whole bunch of people saw was I wrote a daily fic called Surviving Sand Island that was going on of as daily fix do every day, but that was in oh, the wow. uh, the feature box constantly, so I feel like most people probably would have seen that uh, out of everything I've written somewhat recently. Never heard uh, of it. I wrote well, <laughs> that's unfortunate, but now you have though. No, I'm so,
6: joking. I actually yeah. have you- But
3: uh other than that, uh, some of my early stuff I used to write a bunch of like historical stories about like uh pre founding Equestria with Commander Hurricane and all that. That's how I kind of started out. And, uh, I've also wrote, written a little story called Numbers, which is, uh, for some reason extremely popular, and, uh, I've seen a lot of people, uh, read that and, uh, comment about it, uh, which is also doubly amazing because I stole the concept, or at least the, uh, the way that the Numbers in that story went from a fucking Nickelback music video that I randomly remembered one time, like, a couple years ago that I'd seen in middle school, I guess, and I'm like, ah, fuck it, that'll make a good story. So I did.
2: <laughs> are, you, are you telling me that you couldn't make it as a wise man, and you couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing? And this is how we remind you
1: what the fucking numbers mean. Exactly. <laughs> You'll never okay. figure them out. <laughs> Next question, how did you get into MLP, my friend?
3: Uh, that was back in high school. I guess it was also 2012. Everything happened very quickly. But uh, I think I'd seen some pony stuff like on the TF2 server because everybody sprays Degenerate shit all, of, all across those, uh, those maps when they're playing. And there was some uh, pony art that I saw there. I'm like, oh, that's a kind of neat art style. And then I went and looked a little bit further into it. Uh, Didn't think too much of it until, I guess, maybe a week or two later. Uh, My younger brother's like, hey, I've heard this thing is actually really good, this pony thing. You want to watch it? I'm like, I have nothing better to do. So we watched it, and then we binged pretty much all of Season 1 and Season 2 because I was out at the time, and that's how we got in. And unfortunately, I didn't manage to get back out. He's already back out. I'm just the uh, pretty much the lone person in my friend group from high school that's still stuck in here.
2: Yeah, and you have a thousand followers, so people look up to you and how degenerate you are. So congratulations! Know, sounds
3: like
6: beautiful, a really it, Yeah, it sounds like your
4: brother is the lucky one there.
3: He is. Well, actually, he has severe scoliosis, so uh, I'm I'm uh, very happy that I got out of there or that I don't have to deal with that. Right. Uh, he
6: decided to. Yeah.
3: He. Uh, he. Uh, Pretty much at the same time he got out of ponies, he got really into weightlifting and going to the gym, so he just filled that empty space with being a meathead. And so now he's out in California doing weed and shit like that, fucking Mm. lifting, uh, being overall stupid, but, you know, he's my brother, so I love him anyways.
6: Wait, uh, does weed help you gain muscle? Yes. No, but he went to
3: California and, that you know, there's (laughs) weed
6: there. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes,
4: Alex. here. Why am I not inj- weightlifter, then? Alice, you gotta inject
0: a weed.
3: You yeah, one, inject. one whole weed uh, every day. Very good for the uh, the biceps, apparently.
0: Injecting the marijuanas.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, number three, then. Since you weren't able to get out, what do you consider your favorite part of the fandom? The online community, fanfics, cons, music, art. What keeps you here?
3: Uh well that that'd definitely be the people I met from writing and everything. Uh they when we play I still play games with them all the time. They become some of my best friends. So I guess friendship really is magic or some shit like that. Wow. But yeah. There's uh it's mostly the, the people I met when I was, you know, really writing a lot more than I am now because I had way more free time back then than I do now. But uh, yeah, I've become good friends with a whole bunch of people, and uh, they're still stuck in here with me, so you know. Oh, well, cool. Well. What,
2: are, what are some of your uh, writer friends from, uh, I'm assuming they're on FemFix, like yeah. anyone you have to give a
3: shout out to? Uh, so the first person I really met and talked with uh, is a guy named Loyal Liar. Uh, he hasn't at least published anything on Fimfiction in a little while, but he does write a whole lot. Uh, the problem is he keeps going back and writing the same thing like six times over because he keeps changing it, and we're trying to uh, help him get it out, but, you know, he's uh, he's definitely one of my biggest uh, friends. Then uh, Rurik, he went and wrote a story called Fire and Rain that I'm sure many people remember from the earlier days of FIMFIC. That's
0: yeah, I'm familiar, familiar with Rurik. Familiar and I uh, yeah. probably will remember that if I saw it, if I saw it again.
3: Yeah it was uh, it was a uh, a really long uh Rainbow Dash and Spitfire uh, ship fic. That was uh, it, that was it. Yeah. That was that one. And uh I also have the uh the fortune of uh meeting and becoming good friends with Skeeter the Lurker. Uh mm-hmm. he's he's everywhere, uh lurking about as one does. Uh one of my best editors is uh Solid Fire. Uh, he's, uh, sort of, like, MIA at the minute, at the moment, though, so, uh, hopefully he'll, uh, he'll surface again. Uh, and who else? Uh, DJ Thomp, uh, <laughs> ubiquitous commenter, commenter on everything on the whole, uh, the, this whole goddamn site. Uh, we managed to go suck him into our, uh, circle of friends, and now I play games with him all the time. So, yeah, those are, uh, those are the people I definitely keep up the most with, uh, from the, uh, the, ra- the early writing days. And me, of course. Awesome. Yes. With friends yes, like, like these. You. Me?
6: We're, we're, you know, thick nope. thieves. <laughs>
3: nope. With
6: friends <laughs> like these. No,
3: nope. <laughs> so I, uh, my, my, my secret <laughs> is that I write, but I don't read.
6: <laughs> Dude, I think, I my, li- I think my favorites only...
3: Same. A, what, is, what, is, <laughs> what is... Yeah, I only have uh, 253 stories in my favorites after being on here for eight years, so you know. Uh, I don't do a whole lot of reading. I mostly just write. <laughs>
6: no, I'm I, kidding. I never... I'd I, I never met you. That's okay. With friends like these, games, who yeah. needs girl titties?
0: Girl Moving on. Girl. girl titties, you have to specify that. Hmm. No. <laughs> well, in this fandom, it's very important. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is true,
5: actually.
3: Uh,
2: so the next question, it, it's a little bit of a hard one. Um, the final season of Generation 4 is done. And we're entering this strange Generation 4.5 area of My Little Pony Friendship Magic, where pony life's gonna be a thing. Season 5, or fucking Generation 5 is on the way, so to speak. The show, as we remember it, is over. So where do we go from here as a community? How do we prepare ourselves for the things to come? Or can we simply not Or, what's your take on it?
3: Well, I don't think anybody was fucking ready or prepared themselves for Generation 4, so I pretty figure it's going to be pretty much the same for uh, Gen 5. Uh, In the meanwhile, I guess we'll just go continue to face the oncoming apocalypse, as we usually do with memes and alcohol and other hardcore drugs like (laughs) cocaine and heroin.
0: You know how it is. And uh, don't forget anime. It's a good good Uh, drug too.
3: Uh, I I guess. I, well yeah some some of my friends from high school are extremely into anime and I can only pity them.
2: Well, since you brought up the subject of hard drugs, um, who's best pony? <laughs>
3: uh, that one is definitely rarity. It is I I was looking through my uh, stories the other day, and I've I've written so many fucking stories with her as the focal character in them. Is I just I just feel like she's a. Uh, she, I can usually adapt her to pretty much anything I'm trying to write because she's sort of a, uh, uh, I guess, like a, uh, a a focal or character or something that it's just really easy to base things around. I have a lot of fun putting her in scenarios and having her do things. And uh, she can walk the line of both being the drama queen and also the voice of reason. And uh, most importantly, uh, out of the entire show, she's shown that she's the one most ready to go beat somebody's ass in. If the time comes, Rainbow Dash likes to look tough, but rarities actually went and like killed people. So you know how it goes.
6: But you do know she's the worst character, right? The worst what? Worst, worst character.
3: Well, I'm afraid that you're gonna have to diagnose you with stupidity.
6: Wow, um, that's actually quite offensive. I inaccurate.
3: Mean, yeah, exactly. You know, it's the yeah. hard truths.
6: You know, ah. I. I I kind
4: of agree that she's the first one to start kicking ass, because remember when those dragons are threatening Spikes, She's just like, I'll fucking
6: yeah. murder you. See? Enigma, if he doesn't know, you know, intelligent uh, you know, game design, what, what does he know? What does I know? We're yes, moving what on. does you know? We're moving
2: we're on. We're going to start with some questions out in the thread from RK Striker JK 5 uh, Number one, what's your favorite non-MLP franchise?
3: Uh that's a good question. Um I guess like thing I spend most of my uh time around that's not consumed with uh, MLP is a, a game series from uh my childhood that I absolutely adore which is the Ace Combat series. You know, fighter plane arcade huh? fighter plane game. Nice nice very nice.
0: Right here so,
3: uh, yeah, when, when Ace Combat 7 came out last year, I fucking lost it, honestly. It had been <laughs> we- so long since we uh, had an actual like mainline uh, game from those, and it was phenomenal. And mm-hmm. I've already been in the campaign like at least ten times in ten different ways.
0: Same. Fucking same. But <laughs> don't <reorganized>. you, see? <laughs> Do you <laughs> see? One million! S- one million
7: One S- million lives! S- <laughs>
3: Yeah, my uh, the one I actually recently did a yet another playthrough of that where I was doing the campaign with the hardest difficulty, no parts on the plane, and only using the uh, the squad plane of whatever squadron at the time. So I had to start with the F 16, and then the early middle part of the campaign, I had to suffer through the fucking F M- uh, 4 because there isn't really a uh, a, a squad plane for the 444 squadron, but I assume something shitty like the F 4 would work. That was miserable I
0: thought, they, I thought they all used fucking like f fifteens aside from count
3: no I, I there's um like um uh what's his name uh the 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 guy who's always breaking the stuff or uh trying to steal things to get blown up by uh, Bandog and count uh was uh, that
0: no. yeah fucking um
3: i i forget man? his name uh but yeah he he flies in f eighteen that's why uh, he gets blasted in that mission, because he's flying the same plane as all the uh, the drone planes.
0: I don't believe that for a second. I believe he was targeted.
3: Yeah, all, he was definitely targeted, but that's why the band dog was able to get away with making him do that, because he was flying the same plane as all the drone planes, so he just Fucking tricked fair. the poor idiot Count into killing him. Yeah, fair. But yeah, that was that was the F4, and then from the rest of that it was the F15, which that at least had the pulse lasers on it, so the rest of the campaign wasn't too painful. Mm, fair.
1: Well, have I mean, you done that's...
3: any
2: fan related content for uh a non MLP franchise? Doesn't necessarily have to be
3: ace combat. Uh not really. Like this is pretty much the only thing I've written like written actual stories and stuff for. I've done some crossover things with like uh Frostpunk was one of my way more popular uh crossovers. I wrote a short story with that. But uh unless you Count making memes and Reddit posts and other uh, things content. That's that's going to be a hard no from me. <laughs> Alright. fair enough. Uh, number three, how have you
2: handled the legacy of being the twenty fourth Pegasus? How is the training of your successor, the twenty fifth Pegasus, going?
3: No, I, I'd say it's uh it's been going pretty well handling being the twenty fourth Pegasus. There were some rough patches in the beginning with the other twenty three. But uh, they aren't in much of a position to complain right now. And uh, if I have my way, there isn't going to be a successor. Wow, that sounds like a fucking threat. Yeah. It is.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You make it sound like you're a goddamn Time Lord of Pegasi. Like, every time you die, you just regenerate.
3: Uh, maybe. But I'm not exactly at the liberty to discuss that now, am I? Oh, got us. He got us. Exactly.
2: We're going now to Chad the Lad. Who is the Ladius lad? Number one, do you do you like a Star Wars?
3: Uh, yeah, I, I for the most part, I'll say I enjoyed Star Wars. Uh, i I don't like to talk about the most recent trilogy because I think <laughs> the garbage. but uh, I did really like you know the original trilogy, the first the sec- the sequel or prequel trilogy, that's great for memes, of course. Right. and uh i liked the the one standalone movie rogue one and of course the mandalorian those are both really good but, so yes overall yes i do like star wars awesome
2: uh um, um, yeah. i feel like
3: this feels silly to ask but this is his questions video games or no no go fuck yourself i never played a video game my whole life <laughs> yes definitely, definitely video games <laughs> and, uh, again, the Ace Combat series is, uh, sort of my favorite there, but, uh, I've wasted way too many hours in Paradox's, uh, 4X games.
2: So then, do you have a favorite dad joke?
3: Uh, no, I do not have a favorite dad joke, because I was not really exposed to them much as kids, because my dad just wasn't the kind of guy to make those. He'd, uh, he'd joke around all the time, but I, I don't think I ever heard him make, like, a a solid, stereotypical dad joke. So, uh, my dad joke experience is probably for better, uh, lacking.
2: I thought you were gonna say that you didn't have a dad, and no, I was just gonna be like, oh, fuck, Enigma, you have a friend. Oh, perfect. Whoa.
0: No, my, my rule on this is, if your dad doesn't make dad jokes, you are the joke he made. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> That's if your dad doesn't make dad jokes.
3: Well, I already, I have, uh, three other brothers, so you know... We have uh, to find where uh, where the joke in that lies in.
4: Well, all good jokes have sequels and punchlines.
3: Exactly. Um,
2: let's see. Up next, we have, have... Do you have a favorite color?
3: Uh, I, I guess blue. That, 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 guess I don't really have much to blue. say about that.
2: You guess blue. You have fucking play. Yeah, you... I guess
4: have you never stopped once in your life to think about what color erects you the most?
3: I bet you like periwinkle. I mean, it's a nice color. Degenerate.
1: Alright. Oh, well, you Fine.
3: got me there. This is the
1: this is quality of guests you've given us, Milk!
3: Absolutely you. superb. You're <laughs> <laughs> the best. Uh, what
2: is your favorite music genre?
3: Uh, that's gonna be a hard into the dad rock because, dear God, I listen to way too much dad rock. So you know the uh my my radio in my car is permanently set to like the classic st- classic rock station. Hell yeah, man! Very very like nice. like uh Guns and Roses or like like Tom Petty is uh, probably my uh, favorite. Uh, Tom okay. Petty and the Heartbreakers probably my favorite uh band. Hey, you
2: know, that's
3: nothing wrong with the classics. Yeah, so the the good old 70s. 70s and 80s. Alrighty. Next question. What is your current favorite meme? Bruh. 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 That's, uh, uh, meme, having a favorite meme is, uh, honestly a really, really sad situation you find yourself in, but, uh, that's, that's the one that when I'm just playing games with my friends and stuff. Uh, if something something funny happens, it'll just go Breh. So that, that I guess that's my favorite meme because that's the one I'm saying all the time. So, okay.
4: So what is your meme sona?
3: What I could not hear whatever that was. What
4: what 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 is your meme sona?
3: Meme sona. Uh, if I if I had to go turn a meme into my meme sona, it would. Uh, uh, fuck if I know. It'd be, uh, <laughs> it'd be, uh, uh, what's his name? The, uh, the bartender in The Simpsons looking at the noose in his closet going, Not today, friend.
0: Oh, God. Not today, friend, but probably tomorrow. Not today. Yeah, maybe. You
3: know, every day is new possibilities.
1: Yes.
2: That, that is how it works. That is yep. how a life works. Exactly. Don't kill yourself. Next question. Uh. Cat fit cat burbs or fish burbs? Griffins or hippogriffs?
3: Uh, definitely hippogriffs, one hundred percent.
2: Hell
4: yeah! Griffins
3: are all canonical assholes, I guess, except for Gabby. She's like the only good one.
4: Like the only decision between those two is which asses you prefer: lion asses or horse asses.
3: Well, they don't—they don't really call us in the Phantom uh, lion fuckers for a reason. Yes. We are horse fuckers. Through and through. Exactly.
0: Good point.
2: Now then, uh some asshole named Skeeter the Lurker, oh, which I can only guy. I can only tell it was him because of the way he signed his comment.
3: Yeah, it's not Skeeter, like there's a oh, fucking name to the left of the comment. Go. <laughs> uh he asked, what's the
2: top five best moments of the show? Uh MLP, the show.
3: Since he's yeah, specific yeah um i gotta say i guess if i had a favorite moment from the show uh i'm a hardcore rare dash shipper so all of the rarity investigates episode was like perfect fuel for me uh so that's that's definitely way up there as uh, some of the best moments uh i guess also any time that uh our lovely main cast are just uh kicking ass and taking names like the t-rex fight at the end of season four that was awesome and then the uh the finale was uh was really good so just just uh shipping and explosions it's really really simple how to figure out what's the best there
2: fair enough and then what's the best thing to happen to you pony centric wise
3: uh, probably just getting to meet the people that I've had the opportunity to meet from writing and from pony and all that. As uh, I don't even know what I'd be doing if I never got into the pony fandom writing in the first place, but I'd probably be a lot better off. So at least I have somebody to share the misery with. But yeah, it just just getting to meet people, talk with them, and uh, share our degeneracy has been uh probably the best thing to get out of writing and getting into the fandom.
4: In an alternate universe, you're to wall cool with your brother.
3: <laughs> that, that's a that's a horrifying thought.
2: Speaking of horrifying thoughts, Alex underscore has the next set of questions.
3: Number one, a. If clouds could talk, what would they sound like? Uh, that that is that is a really good question. Uh, they'd probably be depressed because they're raining all the time, and you know, raining is sadness. So you're going to have a bunch of sad clouds talk about how miserable their day was, and you're going to have to deal with that, especially mm. when it's raining.
2: That sounds like work.
3: Like, going to work every day. Yeah, but now, yeah. imagine you go to work, and everybody talks about how depressed and miserable they are, and then you go back home, and the clouds won't shut the fuck up about how depressed and miserable they are. Even when it's nighttime and you're trying to sleep, you're just hearing the moaning and sadness going on <laughs> above you.
6: I sounds like hell.
4: Then what's the th- what's
3: the thunder? Sorry, uh, like, like the whales. Yeah, the the whales and sadness, or uh, maybe when they're they're drinking to make the pain go away, and they get into a, a fucking bar fight. So you, ne- you never being. know.
6: Yeah, they're being. They're like, wee That's thunder. Church. <laughs> you, one... you do you,
2: man? <laughs> Number one B. What wisdom would the clouds have to share?
3: Shit ain't better up there than it is down here, that's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) All right,
2: and then uh, number two, what's the funniest thing someone said to you in the
3: last week? Oh, God. Please don't be,
2: would you like to come on to the BarCast?
3: No. (laughs) One, that wasn't last week, and two, uh, that definitely wouldn't qualify. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Last week, uh, I don't know. Uh, If somebody said something pretty funny to me in the last week, it was probably last night, and I was definitely too drunk to remember what it was. I just know at one point I was laughing with tears streaming down my face as I was playing Halo with friends and absolutely smashed. So something funny did happen. Fuck if I know what it was. It was probably a Master Chief. Yeah, just one one Master Chief walked up to me and said, I need a weapon, and it was just the funniest shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I understood this reference. Number <laughs> Good three. job, you did it. Is there a song that a song lyric that's really, every, really spoken to you? What the fuck, Alex? What is I, this I,
6: fucking I, question? I may have been intoxicated, but I like this. Lay off
3: the fucking sauce! No, do more. Only good <laughs> things can happen.
6: Is there a song lyric that's really, ever, sp- really spoken to you? Really? To really you? uh,
3: No, I've never been name-called in a a song before, (laughs) so I'm going to have to say no on that. Okay. Number four, how do I set myself free? Alex. You know the answer to that. You know in your heart what it is, but you have the courage.
6: The answer is what 24th Pegasus, Pegasus says.
3: Can you do it? Can you be the guy? Can you be the guy that becomes the free guy? I,
6: I want to be your guy, 24th. Oh, that's
3: a mistake. You should stop right there. 24th?
6: I want to be the guy. Please, you know, write out an instruction manual for me. How do I How do I liberate myself?
3: I'm sorry, I don't know how to write. Okay, <laughs> you're going to have to find somebody else.
6: i are going to move on to 25th. <laughs> oh, it's idea. a good thing
3: for me and a bad thing for you. There is no 25th. Oh shit!
2: the The next question is: When is the lie? When is a lie the
3: truth? When the truth is a lie, very simply, very simply put, very succinct. Um, exactly. <laughs> number six.
2: What is the worst thing you've ever had in your mouth? Uh, so
3: I know we were talking about uh birds earlier. And birds have this wonderful ability to just sort of teleport their shit wherever they want it to go.
5: <laughs>
3: I, think, I, think my, I think if my bird had a, a stand from like JoJo or something, that would be his power. Sometimes I'll just find shit in places, I don't even know how he got it there. But yes, there was one time I've had bird shit in my mouth, and I don't know how he did it, but he did. I like to
4: think, I like to think the name of the stand is Powerline. I mean, tell me anecdote, please.
2: Is that a goofy movie reference?
4: <laughs> well, all stand names are bad names, and there's that guy named Powerline. So yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, the the anecdote for that is honestly not really anything interesting. I also was just I what was I doing? I think I was just like probably playing video games as I do because I have no life outside of sadness and writing occasionally, uh, and I. I think there was like I remember there was something like hard in my between my teeth and I pulled it out and it was like dried up birch and I'm like how did this even get in here Yeah so honestly I I don't know he's I mean, he's did, a magical creature that he can do did, things like did, did
6: that dry in your mouth which is Yeah it was
3: capacity. it was definitely dry and so that means it'd been out for a while
6: yeah, I don't know it's how wet environment uh, isn't it your mouth <laughs> I, think I I, know I don't I know think
3: how it managed, it managed to get into there.
6: Was it was it dry before it entered, or, or did it dry no, inside uh, your?
3: Birds do not have dry shits. That is, so you, uh...
6: I can <laughs> confirm, and I think I know how it got in there. As
4: a bo- as a bird owner, you at one point let your bird stick its head in your mouth.
3: you uh, so I've had to <laughs> do that before, but you definitely didn't do that
6: on that day. Yeah, no. So it doesn't make sense. So he he he, he shat in your mouth. And then you, you thought, okay, I'll I'll keep this in my, you know, in my cheek. Yeah, it'll be a nice buyout. little treat for later. I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <Absurd. laughs> I don't mean <laughs> to be a <laughs> Pegasus. Are you a rational human being? <laughs> Why would you... <laughs> so it's, hang on, it's, it's very wet. <laughs> it's bad shit. It's, it's, it's very liquid. Why are you letting it dry out in your <laughs> FUCKING? That's, I'm if
3: you're the answer to that, this would probably be much less of a mystery to me as it is to you.
6: I'm ending the mystery! We're well, moving <laughs> <hang> on
7: Skeeter has more fucking questions. Oh man. Oh I feel like my world is ruined.
3: It is. If that ruined your world, then I don't know what it was like before.
2: Oh, it was pretty bad. Not gonna lie. Um, Skeeter asks, "If you could, would you?" One hundred percent. Hondo P.
3: Yep. Number two, Pepsi or Coke? Uh, definitely Pepsi. I think uh, I'll I'll drink both, but the only time I actually drink them is if I get it with the food I get from some place like a uh, one of those street carts or whatever or if i'm getting drunk in which case it's used as a mixer and both times i prefer pepsi
2: my man that's quality content right there italian sub hot or cold
3: um i'm probably going to have to say cold if he's talking about the yeah, stereotypical italian sub if it's something like a meatball sub then obviously that needs to be you know heated up but, uh, if I'm gonna have an Italian sub, it's definitely gotta be cool and refreshing.
0: The only Italian sub I like is the one at the bottom of the Mediterranean.
3: Wow, well, that's offensive to my people. <sighs> I'm disappointed in all of you. Coming from a very proud family of Italian-Americans. Well,
4: I just like to think you surface up in this submarine. You go, don't you see?
7: <laughs> don't you see? Don't you see uh, Luigi? One Jeez. million of meatballs. You stepped all over my crisp white bedsheets, Luigi. He <laughs> ruined them with his dirty, dirty boots. <laughs> Let's see <laughs> if the
5: British would have oh. <laughs>
3: What is happening? That's a good question. You'll have to figure that one out.
0: Oh, You're I'm trying, good. and I'm just, oh, I just nah. have fucking nothing. Fucking Captain Mario Torini. <laughs>
2: We're we're going to grab the next question from Skeeter, which is actually a good question. Not that all of Skeeter's other questions weren't good. They were just shit. Um, Oof. What is the best story that you've written, in your opinion?
3: Uh, So, I mean, if you're going to go by numbers alone, then that story would be numbers, coincidentally, because that's, like, really high up in the rankings. So that's sort of an objective, sort of speaking... Uh, Subjectively, I think my favorite stories I've written, Surviving Sand Island, that was a really fun one, even though the ending, for those who read it, was uh, pretty controversial, Uh, so if you've read it, you kind of know what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to spoil it for anybody that hasn't and wants to go sink their time into that. Uh, The City Must Survive, that was the Frostpunk crossover I wrote, I reread that the other day. that's I still really enjoy that story. Yeah, on my on my comment earlier about I don't really read things; I only write them. About <laughs> the only things I really read are my own shit after I write it. So, uh, yeah, that that I re uh, reread, and that was still really good. Um, I, I
2: relate because I'm actually exactly the same way. Like I try to set set aside time to read shit on the site, but I just don't.
3: I, I definitely don't even like have the time to just set aside to purposely read stuff. And I have a bunch of things that, you know, everybody has their fucking read later folder that they fill with shit that they'd be like, oh, that'd be neat. Maybe I'll read that later. And it never happens. Uh, so occasionally I'll go mark stories like that. And I'm like, oh, maybe I'll read this when I'm at, when I'm bored at work or something. And instead I just waste my time on Discord or with all the servers I have that I'm part of or just doing other shit. So stuff never really gets read. So, uh, yeah, my best story is definitely Numbers or Surviving Sand Island or The City Must Survive. Uh, that's the Frostpunk one, uh, the last one. Uh, those, those three, if people wanted to get a good sense of what I'm writing, at least what I'm writing nowadays as opposed to what I used to write uh, way back when, uh, those those three are definitely high-quality things, in my opinion, that are pretty high-quality that I've written.
6: Hang on, uh, how long will read later?
3: Yeah, go go put it into your uh, your read later's and you'll never you'll Not never find it. My ba- my read later is 151 stories, so you know, oh.
5: like I said, I don't
3: really trawl through Fimfic looking for things to add and read. So I know I've seen horror stories of people that have like thousands of stories in their their read later folders <laughs> and such.
2: Yeah, those rookie numbers, my dude.
3: Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. that's what happens when I don't give a shit. Okay, good. Fair, fair. And uh, the final
2: story from Skeeter. The or final story. Jesus Christ. Yep. The final question. This is the end of the, the story
3: of Skeeter. Uh, what's the best story you've read? Uh, best story I've read. Uh, probably Any best I, series. Please? Uh, no. <laughs> the best series I've uh, <laughs> read definitely goes to the Austria series from uh, uh short skirts explosions imploding colon whatever he feels like calling himself at the time. Uh, That's probably my favorite, like, series. Uh, The last story I absolutely loved that I binge read all the way through, which is impressive considering the fact that I don't really, again, don't really read stuff, uh, was a story called The Mare in the High Castle uh, by Pony Kasem or something like that, however you pronounce his name. Uh, But he's been, you know, offline for four years, so he's presumably uh, found better things to do with his time. And, right. uh, and that's not going to uh, <laughs> that's not going to uh, have any more put to the series than that. Uh, that that story, like I said, I binge read that one. Uh, the sort of atmosphere and setting that he set up in uh, the city, like the whole story takes place over the events of one day ish, and the sort of setting and atmosphere he set up in that was really well done, uh, and just the sort of world building that he made, uh, obviously by the Title of the story, it's based off of like the The Man in the High Castle, the book series by Philip K. Dick and uh the Amazon TV series that they made as well. And uh he went he did a really good thing making it sort of a unique sort of story. It wasn't like uh just a copy paste from the book, but changing things over to be the character like ponies instead of humans and whatnot. But, uh, yeah, that was, I can't give that story enough praise. It was just very well put together, and the events that unfold over the story over the course of one night are, like, huge. Uh, crazily well put together. So that that's probably my favorite single story on this site. Awesome.
2: Now we've got questions from that other other guy, who has arguably some of people's favorite questions. Oh, boy. Uh, cool. How does this make you feel? This being the picture that I just put behind the counter.
3: Um, it is a probably indifferent because I follow uh, Dolores on Twitter. So I see this stuff all the time. <gasps> so uh, uh, Honestly, Same. at this point, this is this is probably some of his uh, more tame, grotesque twilights uh, that he's made. So I'm just like, eh, I guess that's a thing. I think it's pretty awesome, like, honestly. you see
4: the one where, like, Deformed Twilight is, like, threatening to eat Spike, and Spike is like, meh?
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've seen that one. Yeah, his his grotesqueries that he's made of Twilight is, uh, you know, what, I think, like, Sweetie Belle's usually uh, with her or Apple Bloom. One of the CMC is, like, always with her when the shit is going on. Uh, They're they're always good for a a sort of quick what-the-fuck-am-I-looking-at laugh when I'm sitting on the toilet shitting and uh, browsing through Twitter, as one does. Mm. Mm. So, in short, uh, how does that make me feel? Eh, neat.
1: Pretty neat, my dude. Wow, that's neato.
2: How much charity money would it take for you to start in a porno? So the money doesn't go to you,
3: but it goes to a charity of your choice. Does the charity of choice sponsor me? Can I no. do it that way? No. Oh well. Not a human fund. Then you're you're gonna need to really really go jack those numbers up to something crazy because I'm an asshole who doesn't really care about other people. <laughs> you know, Dab. So uh, you're you're gonna have to go push push those numbers up and to put a lot of zeros behind it if you're gonna get me to star in a porno for money going to other people. Awesome.
1: Totally not a bronies up next. And ask, would you agree? Hold on. I think. <laughs> hold on. I need I need a judge ruling. Milk. Does this question
6: follow the rules? It's it's politics seventy years ago, isn't it?
3: That's just what they call history. Yeah. History is just the long time it goes politics.
6: I mean, it's true.
1: Okay. America, fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. Then the question is, would you agree that with the common
2: historical assessment that the US submarine fleet was a major factor in Japan's World War II defeat?
3: I mean I know it's it's definitely a factor considering that they uh, they would have disrupted shipping and all that shit amongst a uh, an empire stretching throughout the sea so definitely that would be a factor but honestly I think the uh the most there are many more factors that were much more major than uh that that contributed to Japan's defeat First, like uh, first and, first and foremost, uh, oh, well, yeah, the bombs, but that's no, that's that that's not first and foremost. That's last and uh, hard stop. Period. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, first and foremost would just be the fact that uh, Japan at the time had basically no resources or industry to go wage a protracted war, uh, like that's the correct. U.S. or the Allies could. So uh, I think I'd seen something. Back in high school, so the sort of a side note tangent, I'm sort of like a, a really big World War II history buff, oh, so
0: please if I start getting into
3: just like random details, that's why. So uh, back in, I guess it was in high school, I watched some documentary about the Pacific War. Uh, I don't even remember what the documentary was, uh, was it was titled or like what battles it was focusing on, but there was one Graphic that stood out to me from that uh, sort of sums up why the most major reason why uh, Japan couldn't go punch-for-punch with the United States in a protracted war Was that Japan's industry could furnish about 80 pounds of just raw equipment per soldier that they fielded So for every soldier they had in the field of battle their industry was able of making about 80 pounds of just war supplies whether that's in tanks or guns or ships or whatever Uh, On the other hand, you have the United States, where every soldier the United States could field, they could field something like 80,000 pounds of uh, equipment for the war effort. So when they're fighting a, a mechanized modern war like that, it's much easier to go win the fight by just drowning your opponent in war products, whether that's artillery shells or planes or boats or tanks. And that's basically what the United States and the Allies did to the Axis powers throughout the war. So that would 100% be the pretty much the biggest reason why Japan got smoked by the U.S. once the war started really going on. Pretty much,
0: they got outproduced and couldn't compete. We just shit down their throat and won. (laughs) GG. People forget. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Never mind. No, it's fine. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that for at least for the first year and a half, because. They were still on the momentum, but the, as you said, once we started blasting their ships out of the water, they just couldn't compete anymore. Like, yeah, like... um I remember reading that uh through the entirety of the war from start to finish when they were engaging us, they commissioned, like, a couple dozen ships or whatever like that, while America commissioned about 400 naval vessels.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <That's>... They <laughs> they just couldn't keep up with... uh what happens if you have a country with as many resources and a huge population industry like the United States going like, fuck it. We're going to destroy you now. There wasn't much they could do about that. And then it comes comes down to the end where we do glass two of their cities like, we'll fucking do it again. You better give up right now. <laughs> You're yeah.
4: describing him like goofy. <laughs> you do don't do it that. again.
0: Don't That's fucking bad. try it. <laughs> That's what we said after we, uh, found, after we unfounded Hiroshima. Then we're like, I do it again. Then we're they, gonna do it again, bitch. Give up. We unfounded Nagasaki, then they're like, well, maybe, and then the, and then the Soviets invaded. Uh, <laughs> and the like, oh, the
3: wow. Emperor at that point is like, you know what, it's probably a good idea if we called it quits right now.
0: <laughs> Literally. It's like, nope.
2: All right. Speaking of shitting down people's throats, the next person is short skirts and explosions here to ask you some questions, my dude. Uh, but he okay. asked the titular question. He asked everyone on this cast, "What doth
1: life? Life doth. What death dothn't?
3: Very simple. Did, did you just fucking genesis us? Exactly." Nintend did what it didn't... Do. Fuck, I got it wrong. <laughs> oh, well, there you <laughs> go. Jesus Christ! Write it, c- close it down, it's all over.
7: <laughs> oh, God.
2: Um. Next question up is from Jammer. Number one, what's it like to write? Uh, do you have any tips, tricks, or things that you wish you knew when you first started?
3: So uh, probably the best way I can describe what it's like to write is that I have this awesome new idea in my head and I want to go share it to everybody else on this site because they must be forced to look at my ideas because they're better than theirs and well the big problem is that I cannot get idea in my head to uh, screen on somebody else's computer without it going through my hands and my hands don't know what the fuck they're doing most of the time so, a lot of the idea gets garbled in that that sort of translation from uh thought to actually trying to make a story and that's that can be really frustrating as you have this awesome idea and all these things you want to write and things you want to put down, and then you actually start writing out you write like maybe two paragraphs and you're like, "I have no fucking idea what I'm doing. how am I going to get this onto my page and uh, well it's it's just a constant struggle to find the words to express what you're trying, what you're thinking about, what your ideas are, and then on top of that, find the way to connect them together because all stories come up with a couple of cool ideas and then you start writing and you're like, wait, there's nothing between this idea and the next idea. Fuck, I need to figure something out. So uh, it's, there's, I guess, uh, just listening to myself say that again, there's a lot of anger involved in trying to go write uh, for uh, this, uh, just trying to write anything, trying to figure shit out. Uh, so yeah, uh, tips, tricks, or things I wish I knew when I started, uh, it's not going to happen on the first draft, it's just, it's absolutely not. Uh, you'll write something, you'll think it's good, and you'll step away for a couple of days and come back to like, why did I do this? This is awful. And that, that kind of goes into the uh, the tips and tricks things, is that if you write something before you do anything else with it, you need to go take a few days away from it, do something else, forget about it, and then read it again, because you'll... Pick up on things that you wouldn't have noticed in the moment of writing, or if it's too fresh in your brain, your brain will just sort of connect the dots on its own and gloss over them. So, uh, you're gonna so, yeah, if you're going to write something, know you're gonna write a first draft and it's gonna be bad. So, go take some time, do whatever, come back to it, and then start polishing it, and you'll have a much better product at the end of the day.
2: Well said, actually, that's I mean, it's all entirely true, you gotta be prepared for. Failure and anger and
3: self-doubt. Yeah. And, and to quote something that one of my uh, writing professors I had in college, uh, I took took some like creative writing electives. Uh, one of the things he said, a rule for editing that I try to follow, but I'm not really good about it, is that it's the 10% rule, if any of you have ever sort of heard about that before. the uh, The 10% rule is just simply... Whatever you write, when you go back to edit it, you need to remove 10% of what you have. So if you wrote 500 words, you need to cut out 50 of them. If you wrote 1,000 words, you need to cut out 100 of them. because there's just a lot of fluff that you're going to include while you're trying to sort of stream of consciousness, write things down onto the paper. And the more concise you can sort of get your points, the better overall the final quality is going to be. So just if, if you're starting to really polish something up, maybe second to third draft, just start trying to cut things down by 10%. And you, at the end of the day, you'll probably have a much better product than what you started with.
5: Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Number two. Yes. Jesus Christ, you guys! Oh
2: yeah. If you were given thirty-three drinks of your choice every week, would you give ninety a place to stay at or near your home?
3: No, because giving myself thirty-three drinks of my choice every week every every week. God, would probably result in me having severe liver failure and dying. So, no, I'm gonna gonna have to say for my own good, that's a no to number
1: two. Alright. Now then, we... Oh,
2: wait, no, we're good. Okay, uh, I've got a few more questions before we have to do our mid-roll ad. Uh, Number three, are you aware of the OC thing, Pwn? I'm assuming you are.
3: Yeah, I've, I've seen it here and there. Wasn't that something that TJ Pwn started like back when, or at least no, that's what I pre- first saw this predates TJ. it. That was when I first saw it like years ago. So yes, TJ, I, I'm aware yeah. what it is. TJ
2: has a knack of like
3: taking things
2: that are um kind of like niche and then like blowing it up so it's super popular. But like uh our favorite thing pwn uh image is
1: fucking I spell it right. You can do it. This one Ain't she gorgeous?
2: Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a thing, all right. Would you hug Thingpone? Would you kiss them goodnight? Would you tell them that everything is going to be all
3: right? And would you stick your cock in her? Or snoodle booper and let her be your roommate? Uh, I'm going to have to say no no, thank you, fam. I've already had mine. <laughs> All right. So that's that's going to be a, a no from me on the thing bone front. Fair enough.
2: And then the last question from Jammer is if you were to hug anyone on the barcast,
3: why would it not be Enigma. You know, that's a really good question and the only answer I have to that is that well, I don't really know y'all you people pretty much at all. So uh totally. you're going to you're, you're out of luck, friend. I didn't you want look, your hug anyway.
0: What do you mean you people?
3: You people exactly what I mean.
4: You horse people.
3: No, I mean, you could be horses if you want to, but we all know that you're not. That's a dream that you have, but it's never going to be true. And if you horse, and if you don't horse, then you ain't no horse of mine?
2: Sure. Let's let's go with that. (laughs) Anyway. We are about halfway through our allotted time. If you guys have questions, be sure to throw them in on our thread. We have them out on FemFiction, but for everyone who's tuning in at home, uh, we have a little advertisement thing. Yay! Advertisements, products, and services. Uh, First of all, would you like to be a person that's on the BarCast? No? Fuck. Okay. uh, If you want to get on the BarCast, consider joining Jake the Army Guy's writing contest, where second place is Getting interviewed by us. It's, it's for some reason we're prize. I'm actually sorry. We're not even the so. top prize. We're like a second prize.
6: Yeah. Yeah, you're just I, a consolation prize. Try really hard not to get on the broadcast. It's true. It's actually a thing.
2: And then the other half of our usual advertisement is usually talking about how we help horses over at Red Reef Horse Sanctuary. 100% of our process. Profits and proceeds from all of our advertisements and Patreon and all the bits that you guys donate on Twitch goes to a little bit over in Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. But in lieu of a normal advertisement, I actually have a letter from them today.
6: Oh my God!
2: Uh, Addressed to Milk, but arrived at my address. Dear Barcast, thank you so much for your generous support and recurring donations to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. We truly appreciate your support, totaling an amount of $700 in 2019. We are grateful that we have been able to count on your contribution to help us fulfill our mission to rescue abused and neglected horses. due to supporters like you, we've accepted 18 horses in the past year, and we continue to provide excellent care for our permanent residents and adoptable horses alike. We especially appreciate your sponsor of Little Bit of Stardust, aka Little Bit, who continues to do well and helps us orient children to grooming and handling horses. And then they actually included all the different horses that they adopted this year, including pictures and talked about all the new, uh, uh, horses they adopted and all the structures they built for them. So thank you so much to everyone who's been donating over the past few weeks or sorry, years. Um, please continue to help your generous support Um, It really means a lot to us. We're actually able to give back to the community through your guys' support, um, and we hope to keep continuing doing it for a very long time. So, thank you.
4: This is a lot better of a letter that we've gotten from this time compared to last time.
2: Oh, it's true. Yeah, like last time it was basically a postcard. Well,
4: no, because last time we got a letter about Big Mac.
2: Oh, that's right. And Big Mac died. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Good
3: to know that your charity killed him. Perfect. He's, he's, he's
4: in the glue factory in heaven now. <laughs> to, to be fair, he made great burgers.
3: Nice.
2: But, that said, thank you for allowing us to uh, do our little distraction. We've got more questions for you, 24th. Oh, 24th. boy. Twenty fourth. Settings up next. Who asked you, what is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that's really unhealthy but is just so good?
3: Uh, this goes in line with my early comments, and that's definitely alcohol. Please help me. <laughs> uh, when, actually, it's sort of a, uh, I guess, funny said When I first went into college, I was six foot four and one hundred fifty-five pounds, and now I'm not that anymore. Oh no! Um, one one thing to blame for that.
6: Oh my God! You became shorter. Coffee?
3: Yeah, I know. Alcohol just went and fucking kneecapped me when I didn't have the money for it anymore. Couldn't pay. Couldn't pay the protection fee.
2: Damn, that's fucking intense, mate. Now, number two. What is your biggest or weirdest fear that you have?
3: So, uh, my biggest or and or weirdest fear that I have uh, probably seems a little odd at first for somebody who's 25 years old. Uh, and that's that I'm, uh, my weirdest fear that I always have or biggest fear I always have is that I'm going to have like a heart attack or some sort of failure when I'm, trying to sleep, whatever. And, oh,
6: uh, I get that.
3: Well, to give some backstory on why somebody that's still in the uh, the prime of their youth would worry about having a heart attack is that I actually have a slight like deformity on my heart. It's called mitral valve prolapse. So one of the chambers of my heart, whenever it beats, it doesn't close properly. Yeah, nice. and that's that's not really a thing to worry about. It's not it's not going to kill me It's it's really minor There's just like just a little bit of blood goes backwards when it pumps instead of forwards, but the thing about it is that uh, My heart when it beats I'm acutely aware of it beating so I can all we pretty much always hear it or feel it beating and It beats more irregularly than uh, like a normal heart would so when I'm trying to go to sleep Uh, at late at night and it's quiet. I can usually just hear my heart and sometimes it's fluttering about. I'm like, I'm going to fucking die. But, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not actually at really any risk of that happening. And I go see a cardiologist every year. Uh, but sometimes when you're just trying to get to sleep and that's what you're hearing constantly, uh, it sort of puts a a weird paranoia, uh, in you. And then, uh, it goes away in the morning because I have other things to think about and I don't think about it again until I'm trying to sleep again. So that's the cursed existence I live. How are you guys' days? <laughs>
2: uh, I have clinical depression. See, therapy on it. So, you know, that's that's a thing.
6: No, so like, I hate feeling my own heart, though. I think that's quite normal. You sort of feel like it's going to stop, don't you?
3: Uh, yeah, because, I mean, like I said with the the whole mitral valve prolapse thing, is that it also has a sort of a regular beat to it uh, that gets yeah. really pronounced when I'm laying down and trying to sleep.
6: What? So I can I feel can... my heart
3: going like, "Putum, putum, putum,
6: I don't have the prolapse thing, but even I, I get pounded, and I'm feeling my own heart. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Is yeah,
3: well, yeah, I... Imagine having something like what I do—you hear it uh, and feel it quite a lot. So it's a, I... sort of a constant companion. Yeah, I have issues with
6: prolapse, but not in my heart. Somewhere else. Well, yeah. that can kill you in different ways. Isn't,
4: that, uh, isn't prolapse that thing where your, like, anus turns inside out? Or am I thinking of something
3: else? No, like yes, you that's, just... that's basically <laughs> no. what a prolapse is. That's it. I, I right.
2: saw what Alex was sneakily making his way towards, and I just wanted him to have his joke. And then you just explained it, and and made it fucking garbage. I'm love so it, nice love it for all the
6: children in the room, Peter Griffin. Anal <laughs> <I do> prolapse. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> the next fucking question is why is bad milk
3: the best milk who is this person where can I kill them fucking they live in Canada oh that explains it then uh, if if you think bad milk is the best milk you, you really need to go sort of look, take a long look in the mirror and wonder what did you do to become Canadian
2: <laughs> I think most of them are just born there
3: yeah, well maybe they should have tried harder for that to not happen. I mean, maybe it's Maybelline, but they're just born with it. They're they're born with bag milk and it's a it's a curse. Uh it's a curse that they have to deal with every day. If we all band together we can destroy Canada and bag milk for good and it will save them all.
2: <laughs> okay. Uh, what is your one annoying habit is the next question. So something that other people do that just really irritates you or something you do that just really irritates other people.
3: Um, okay. I don't, I don't know what I do that irritates other people because I am obviously a perfect human being and would never do such a thing. (laughs) But, uh, something that other people do that irritates me is when I get into larger discord servers, like some that have like thousands of people in them, I just see role playing all the time. Like. Why? Why why do people need to do this? It 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 just looks awkward and weird to me or pretty much everybody who's not involved in uh text roleplay or whatever in your servers. it just whenever I see I'm like, why why is this happening? Can I are can you, I go someplace else please? Are you telling me you're not a fan
2: of oo Glomp?
3: glump? Uh no, I I really Really, am not a fan, and I would say more things, but that would that would probably uh, get everybody here killed by the FBI. So you know how it is.
2: Huggles you as he walks into chat. All right,
6: I'm gonna head out.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
6: All right. May twenty fourth, one that ERP. Uh, no, please go away. Wow, dude. <laughs> Stop next, right there. Next, <laughs>
2: next question: What is the theme song for your sex life?
3: Uh, that is 100%. Uh, the internet is for porn.
2: <laughs> nice. Very winny.
3: Uh, next question is, do you watch anime by chance? Absolutely not. I might be a brony, but I'm not that sad. Oh, okay.
6: I'm just going to sit here and judge myself now. Yep,
3: yeah, you might might as well. Uh, yeah, it's like, like I said, I kind of briefly mentioned earlier, uh, a whole bunch of my friends from high school are, like, really into anime and stuff, and they tried to, like, make me watch with them, like, this is, I hate this, why is this happening? Why are they all the same? Please stop it. And, wow. Uh, now, now I've just become the, uh, the anti-anime guy in my friend group. I'm sorry, they probably showed you
2: Boku no Piku. Uh,
3: I don't think they showed me that, because I've heard things about that. But, uh... <laughs> uh it it seems like every single one that they watched or showed me was like slice of life school stuff i'm like they're all the fucking same please stop i don't Uh, want to watch any more of this understood now then up next
2: well how big is your porn stash
3: who even stores porn on their computer anymore what are you living in fucking 1995 come on man we get this question. You don't, after we... store, you don't need to store your porn on your computer for Al Gore to find it later. You can go do whatever you want. Uh, it's it's always there on the internet. You can find it easily. Why do you so want
1: do not have
3: well, if the internet goes away, I think you have a lot more problems to worry about than your porn. I'm What's just trying you? to
2: understand why Al Gore wants my porn.
3: <laughs> well, Moving he invented on. the internet after all, don't you remember? Oh Christ. Is this is this going back to... It's a
2: series of tubes? You can't just put the internet in a van and drive yeah, away? It's, well, it's just a series of tubes, man. Come on. Oh my god. I haven't heard that meme in fucking years. Bringing it back, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Number eight. Who is your waifu or husbando, and why are they shit?
3: So, uh, I don't even think I can really answer this, because... You know, I I might be lonely and pleasuring myself because I don't have a significant other to do that. But I'm not going to stoop down to that level where I'm going to try to pretend that some imaginary character—it would happily be my girlfriend or whatever. So uh, I don't really think I have a waifu because, well, the, I don't don't see why or how people get in that mindset where they try to waifu something.
2: Fair, but you also like rarity.
3: Yeah, she's certainly an interesting character to write, and she's probably my favorite of the 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 main cast. But I'm not going to go out here like, man, I wish I could date Rarity. Please, somebody make it real. I just, I, I don't really fucking care.
6: Alright, fair
3: enough. Now it's time for
1: questions of Violin. Uh, Alex, do the thing.
6: Oh my god. Uh, hang on. Can I hit the high notes? Um... Just, it's just... time for questions with Vylon
3: That oh, was fucking shit I'm disappointed Wow, fuck you It's fine It's, it's, it's Go squeeze your balls a little tighter next time It might help It's
6: time for questions with Vylon Better, okay Thank you
1: Now then Vylon
6: asks you
7: How are you today?
3: Pretty good. going to get drunk even more after this, so you know I've got things to look forward to.
2: Hell yes. Now, we only got a handful of more posts out here on our thread, so by all means, if anyone has any more questions, they are checking live on Twitch right now. Go ahead and throw some questions into our uh, forum thread, and we'll be sure to get to them. Up next is DJ Thomp, that guy that you said is uh, a person. Yeah, it's that guy. Who would have thought? Oh, shit, it's that boy. Well, wow. Late question. What is your opinion
3: of the current status of the coronavirus outbreak? Is that a politic? Uh, <sighs> it can get into politics, but I'll do my best to uh, stay away from that if, okay. if you want to roll with it. I, I trust you.
1: You can do this.
3: Yeah, True. exactly. Yes. So, uh, a little bit of backstory about this, uh, I've been to school for biomedical engineering and stuff like that, so I'm sort of well into the medicine and biology side of things, so I'm pretty sure that's why he's asking uh, that oh, question. Sick. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, I did not decide to go throw my future away by trying to go get some sort of uh, like writing degree or whatever. I actually went into science and engineering. So uh, to sort of answer that question in a, uh, a non-political manner is that there have been many worse outbreaks like SARS and MERS uh, than the coronavirus. It's just way overblown. And uh, there's been some things that have been happening that have made it, you know, get more out of control than it should be in various countries. But uh, for the most part, I think it's, it's sensationalism. It's overhyped. And uh, I mean, at this point... Uh, scientists in Australia and France, they already figured out what the genome of the thing is and how medicine goes. Once you know what the genome of a disease is, its time is more or less limited depending on how much people are paying attention to it. And I guess one of the good things about it being so overhyped and sensationalized is that there are a lot of labs around the world paying attention to it that are trying to go uh, develop vaccines for it. Uh, I currently am working at a co-op at a Johnson & Johnson company. so I've seen a little bit of the the inside of what they're doing. And yeah, the big big companies, the big biotech, the big pharma companies are all working on trying to go make some vaccine or care for it. So really, in short, it's sensationalized, it's overhyped, and its time on this planet is is very limited.
2: Wow, that was actually a really succinct and well-informed answer.
4: When you were describing it, I was imagining like a scientist macho man savage just... (laughs) calling out the disease on like on a trailer
7: coronavirus your time in this ring is very limited here I'm going to go put it into you with the leg drop off the top ropes (laughs) because the cream always rises to the top the cream will rise to the top yeah
3: that's good i, I guess, I guess uh, in case you haven't realized from the shit i've been doing throughout this podcast uh, imitations <laughs> are uh, another thing i'm pretty good at
2: what's your favorite imitation that you do
3: uh god i i i used to do a pretty decent uh, uh president obama one back in high school i haven't done it in a while though so it's probably uh bad so what's your next one uh, the, the Macho Man Randy Savage one, uh, I do that one occasionally, and you just heard that you one.
7: remember the day the 24th Pegasus entered our stream. <laughs> you will remember the day that the 24th Pegasus entered this stream, yeah. And he went and answered all the questions and rose straight up to the top of the mountain, yeah. And he went and left everybody impressed at what they were hearing. They all wanted to know how to go do the Macho Man Randy Savage voice like he did, yeah. Well... It takes a lot of practice in leaning forward as you talk, getting quieter before going, Yeah! And yelling and all that. And then eventually, by the time you're done with it, your voice really hurts and you don't it want it to do it anymore. Like you <laughs> you <got punches. laughs> Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, get it real nice and tied up in between those cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll be feeling it come tomorrow morning. And clap him like you're going to clap Hogan's ass Hollywood have- Hulk Hogan, I'm coming for you, and I'm gonna take you back down and take my rightful place at the top of the mountain. After I do this line of cocaine, yeah. Can I just have the edit
4: where it's all of you just breathing in? <laughs>
0: <laughs> just oh, absolutely no words at it. Oh my god. No. There needs to be a- there needs to be a thing with that. Just Bart has no words at it. Just.
2: That, it would probably, or just, like, fucking, or,
3: like, cool, or awesome, just, like... It might like, be the most the popular thing today. you guys ever made. It's it actually
2: true. <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Oof. But, but, on to positive things that make us not question why we do this. Shakespeare has questions, which he asks, number one, what happened to Pegasus? number one through twenty-two?
3: Uh we don't really talk about them. Uh they're in I wouldn't necessarily say a better place by right now, but they're in a different place. Uh he
2: concludes that we don't need to talk about number three. We uh that's
3: good happened. because that was gonna be the one I absolutely could not say anything about. Yes, we know. Yep. It's really Chaotic... really a shame. It's a shame. It is a shame. It's a shame.
2: Chaotic Revenge is up next who has, holy shit, so many questions. He was trying to ask questions at the beginning of the screen, but now it's his time. Number one, why did you crucify me, 24?
3: Uh, so in my Discord server, I have a, a role that I go put on people when they're being naughty, and so uh, that's the, the crucifixion role, because there's there's a lot of uh, Rome-related things in there. So I forget what he did that got him crucified. I just know that he's been crucified for like the past six months or something on that server. It's been a while. Got him. So uh, honestly, I don't know what you did, chaotic like revenge, but I don't, I don't. really have the effort to take you, the effort or energy to take you down from the cross at this point.
2: Ah, eh, yeah, fair.
6: Uh, yeah, show him.
2: That now he's really gonna learn his lesson.
3: That'll show him. <laughs> Next question is: Why is writing so hard? So, uh, I mean, writing is hard because writing is hard. And sometimes it's really hard to write while you are yourself hard. So, you know, there's, there's, there's things that go hand in hand with that, depending on what you're writing. But, uh,
2: What you have done there.
3: Exactly. Uh, if you want an actual answer for why is writing so hard, I guess rewind this, uh, fucking stream YouTube video when it's put on YouTube back until i would answered somebody else's question about that. Because, uh. I don't think I'm going to. I, after doing the Randy Savage voice, I'm starting to feel my throat go.
7: <laughs> so I can't really go back into doing that again. Yeah, fuck,
2: fuck all that. We we Randy Savaged ourselves into a hole. We Randy Savage now, yeah. <laughs> i the oh, voice. Yeah. <laughs> Who is your favorite chaos god?
3: Uh, I I don't. Get in, I, I don't never really been interested in Warhammer uh stuff, so I assume that's what he's talking about. I, I don't have an answer.
2: About too. Just,
3: I don't just, have an answer for you because I don't care about Warhammer. The closest experience I've got to Warhammer is two of my friends got really into it for all of like two or three months, and then they bought full armies in that time and now never do anything with that, and then me and my other friends laugh at them for burning money like that.
2: Isn't that like fucking $500?
3: Yeah, it's, it is so much money just put in for the privilege of owning these, the admittedly really detailed figurines, but then you have to go paint them and set them up. And other people that are really into it will go laugh at you and call you stupid if you don't paint it perfectly, like, exactly right. So it's just, you're paying for the privilege of playing a game that's, Probably okay at best, and getting laughed at by the mega nerds who spent more money than you have, and also getting stomped by those mega nerds who've dumped thousands of
0: dollars into Warhammer uh, when you Sorry actually to play the game. But with I need to, uh, I need to head out right now. So all right, take it easy. I'll Fine. see y'all later, and Bye. thanks for joining us. Twenty four. It was really awesome to talk to shit around. Yep.
3: Yeah, man. Uh, write more of your your stuff, so I can go that's, read more of it. That's exactly what I intend. Do see do the later.
2: thing. Good what evening. a dummy head. He didn't even realize that you don't read stuff.
3: Oh. oh got wow. him. Absolutely fun. got him.
0: God damn it, see you guys. Good night. Bye-bye. But the way you
2: describe Warhammer almost makes me think it's like, I don't know, Magic the Gathering.
3: Uh, Yeah, another one of my friends, or another two of my friends are really into Magic the Gathering, and it didn't help that one of them worked at a games warehouse where, like, all the stuff comes in before being distributed to Toys R Us before that fucking died, and uh, other places that actually sell board games and magic cards and stuff. So he would always get the chance to see things coming in first, uh, the magic stuff, and then also get stuff that people didn't really want, or get first privilege of putting in order things before going to the third-party store markup. So he went and spent too much money on magic stuff because he had that opportunity and uh, they, he described, like, the warehouse that worked at uh, all the games and everything, they had so much stuff, but there was only one camera on the actual floor, like, one security camera on the actual floor of the warehouse, and it was pointed squarely at the magic cards. That was the only thing they really cared about people trying to steal that were work, working there was the magic cards, because some of them are su- stupidly expensive. Yeah, so there's some that are, like, $17,000. Yeah, it's uh, ridiculous. Uh, yeah, magic, magic is just the uh, the card game equivalent of uh, pissing your money away, like Warhammer is.
2: In fact, what do you know, Blue Skidoo, What do you do? The next question is, did you play Magic: The Gathering at all?
3: I played it twice, I think. Yeah, two times in college, just because other people had cards. Like, hey, we're gonna do like uh, a magic thing. You should come play with us. And like. Well, I I don't have anything better to do. I'm a college freshman with nothing going on on like I guess this was like a Saturday or something. So I went and played it a couple times like yeah, I don't know what I'm doing and uh this is kinda dumb, so I'm I'm a head out. <laughs> uh K-Rock
2: Revenge says, uh, I've
3: lost limbs my limbs and I am now a slug. Will you help me please? Uh if he's asking for help being put out of his misery, I can certainly help with that. Uh, as a, as for reattaching your limbs, I don't think... Uh, I haven't reached that superpower yet, so you're going to have to maybe maybe hold on a little bit until I can figure out how to put you back together. See, I was assuming he was talking about lower half help. Oh, I mean, he can need you might need help with that too. Again, he's going to need to wait. He's going to need to wait until I'm good and ready. <laughs> All right. And then... Hey, do you want to be
2: friends, is the next question.
3: I thought I already was friends with him on Discord, but uh, I, I do enjoy shooting the shit with him in my uh, channel, so... Consider yourself lucky, because I already see you as kind of a friend. Aww. Uh,
2: next question is, do you actually hate bats? <laughs>
3: uh, yes, go fuck yourself. Uh, there's, a, uh, there's there's a There's a running... A running joke in the, my Discord server and other servers, in that I absolutely despise uh, bat pony OCs. Uh, so to the point where anytime somebody posts a picture of a bat pony OC, I go uh, make comments to go burning it. Uh, so it, it sort of stems from, I guess, earlier in the fandom when as soon as people saw fucking like Luna Eclipse and saw the bat ponies, like, shit, you can put bat wings on a pony. I'm gonna make that my OC, and it was just fucking everywhere. And I'm like, I I don't want to deal with this anymore. Half of these are fucking garbage, and they're so prevalent that I'm seeing the garbage at a rate higher than I see the garbage of the other races. So I just I just sort of got an aversion to uh, seeing and dealing with that pony OCs, and now it's now it's a it's a big joke in my servers.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, Alex underscore is up next. If you had to have an OC, right. which
3: one? If I had to have an STD, which one? Well, uh if I'm going to I'll give you the uh the serious answer first, and that's probably uh HIV because honestly at this point with modern drugs and stuff, it doesn't bother people at all. It's kept under control, so there's there's really not really much to work with that or to worry about with that as for your uh, your quality of life. Uh, if you wanted a, uh, as for the, the meme answer, definitely syphilis because going insane sounds fucking great right about now. Uh, okay. <laughs> you I asked and you've been answered.
2: No, I, I I thank you for your answer, even if I do not understand.
6: The, ne- the next I mean, pubic lice sound quite cool.
3: <laughs> uh, lice. <light>? Uh, <laughs> any anytime somebody talks about uh fucking. Pubic lice, I'm reminded to my high school health class where the guy who did it was like a really awkward dude and he had typos in his packets and one of them was he misspelled pubic lice as public lice. (laughs) (sighs) Good. (laughs) Next question is, (laughs) eat a fruit, why not eat a pony? Uh, well... I feel like you have to be much more select with the parts of the pony you want to eat if you're going to get your vitamin C. It requires much more effort in the first hand, so you know.
6: What, what so, part sometimes of the just, do
3: you eat for vitamin C? Well, usually you're going to go after the liver. is really rich in vitamin C, but that requires you to go, you know, clean the, cut the thing up and clean it first. Fucking take that, Rarity. Got exactly. your liver. Your liver is mine now,
2: and it is delicious. <laughs> okay and Alex asks next uh, tell me a funny anecdote haven't I been doing that this whole
3: podcast yes you tell have
6: me. tell me another one come on monkey don't tell me another one well what? now you
3: just call me a monkey that's racist I'm not going to answer your question
6: <laughs> uh, shit okay hang on come on uh, <laughs> just, just stop Just stop, <laughs> stop. I'm
2: not going to really encourage more racism. <laughs> no. Bad Alex. Why did I let you stay on today? have failed. Good no. day, sir.
6: Oh, no. The
2: next question is from Chaos Revenge again. Would you rather groove or boogie,
3: but make sure not to do both
2: at the same time or the world implodes?
3: Uh, I feel like I more often groove than I do boogieing, because boogieing implies a certain level of... Uh... Like physical activity like standing up and dancing about uh, Grooving is much more easier to accomplish when you're just driving someplace uh, listening to the radio and singing along which uh, I have to drive back and forth between New Jersey and Pennsylvania a lot because Pennsylvania is where my family is and New Jersey is where I am currently and so that's a that's a three- hour car ride so there's plenty of time to sing along and groove and the only the only individual that ever hears me sing, as I don't really like to do it, is my bird, because he rides in the passenger seat of my car when I'm driving, and I'm singing along to all the songs.
5: Does,
4: he is... does your bird do the head bob thing?
3: Uh, no, he mostly just screams his lungs out. <laughs> Good bird. He he does not like driving, because I have to go put him in a travel cage, which is like a really small cage, and then I put that cage inside a box that I buckle into the passenger seat of my car just for his uh. His protection in case we were to get into an accident or something and he he absolutely hates being in that so he's he's usually running back and forth and screaming for like the entire drive and uh it takes a lot of a lot of mental fortitude to survive a three-hour drive of a screaming bird in the passenger seat absolutely that's, that's why the that's why grooving to the music is very helpful and that was a train that just went by my apartment in case you heard that <laughs> <We
2: did. laughs> Luckily, uh, unlike other guests that we have, when a train drives by your house, you don't lose your entire internet connection. So,
3: Oh, that, that's unfortunate. Yeah, the, the apartment building I'm at in New Jersey is right next to, like, six train tracks, so they're, they go by all the time. And the passenger trains love to blow their horn as they go past my building. I'm honestly surprised I haven't heard another one since we've been doing this. We'll
2: consider ourselves lucky, then. Exactly.
3: Uh, Nalia is up
2: next. Who says? For the record, I interviewed this awesome writer first. Well, we interviewed them for longer.
3: Yeah, and also they interviewed me through uh, text and a, a Google document. So, uh, yeah, you guys got the the real life uh, the voice experience. I kind of it's kind of hard to convey Randy Savage impressions over words. We like when you use your mouth. Oh
5: yeah, brother.
4: And now I'm um, just imagining Randy Savage giving someone a blowjob.
5: Oh God! Oh yeah,
7: you? you think you're a big man? Well, I'll show you what a big man can do. <laughs> oh my God!
2: <laughs> next question: uh, Do you like headpats?
3: Uh, I, I do not get headpats because I'm six foot five and I tower over the plebeians around me, so nobody can reach my head. Very smart. Number two: Do you like tacos? You know tacos are okay, uh, not exactly a huge fan of Mexican food, but there's not a whole lot of food that i I won't eat or just don't really like so you know i'll I'll eat tacos totally fair, and it now with, it comes with coming from an Italian family, you know just there's food everywhere you just eat until you can't move anymore
2: i I have had Italian friends, and so I will test if this is correct
3: yeah you you to appreciate cooking and food of all kinds when you live in a uh, a family that's as dedicated to cooking as an Italian family is,
2: I only wish I was half as skilled at cooking as an Italian mom, not even an Italian grandma, because an Italian grandma that's next fucking level.
3: yeah it's uh, it's actually uh, I really like uh, a little fun story about my family is like my mom is from the Midwest. Uh, at least she was born in uh, the Midwest, and she married into, like, my dad's family. My dad's family is the huge Italian family. right? And uh, she very quickly adapted to making all the Italian food and stuff as somebody from the Midwest to the point where my grandma, she had a whole lot of uh, recipes, like, home-cooked recipes, recipes she came out with uh, that she would give out to, like, her family uh, and such before she died, I guess, like, 15 years ago, so whatever – but uh, she, she gave out uh, fan- recipes to all the family for her things. And one of the things that everybody loved that she made was a crumb cake. And everybody that's tried to make it says it doesn't come out the same way as the way she made it. Except for my mom. When my mom makes it, they say that it comes out the same way she does, or she used to do it. And they all think it's because she gave everybody slightly different recipes, but she gave my mom the Midwest explant. Uh, uh, or transplant the actual recipes of the crumb cake because she liked her that much. That or there was some Freaky Friday shit, and your mom is now your grandma. Now that would that would certainly be uh, crazy, but she doesn't pray the rosary as uh, as much as my grandma did. But that that goes into religion, so we're not going to yeah. talk about that. No, totally, totally. <laughs> fair. Back.
2: The last question that we're going to field today is from Chaotic Revenge: Steampunk or Cyberpunk?
3: Um, well, probably. I'm going to I yeah I'd say cyberpunk over steampunk. I like the aesthetics of both. I like just how both things do things like the the brass and steam uh and sort of like extreme gung-ho about uh various economic systems and stuff that would be encroaching on politics. That's uh that's a fun thing of uh steampunk. Uh just that sort of Victorian but com- computers but the computers also run off of coal uh sort of settings. So that's really fun. Uh, but I do like the sort of grittier. Uh, I guess cynical would be a, a way of describing how cyberpunk differs from uh, steampunk. Is much more optimistic, and I'm not really a cynical person. But I just think it's a, uh, it's a, uh, yeah. The, the cyberpunk has a much more. I, I like the gritty, the gritty, the cynical stories. Uh, just because when I write stories, I like having. I I, I basically inflict non-stop pain on my characters uh, from start to finish. So seeing things that are more cynical or more gritty uh, is just something that resonates with me when I'm reading or interacting with uh, a media of that. So yeah, especially with Cyberpunk coming up later this year, uh, everybody is fucking excited for. uh, Definitely Cyberpunk over Steampunk. All right. Well, uh, 24,
2: we want to thank you for your time and you've had the... Come join us. Uh, chances are that people will catch this video afterward and and go, "Oh shit! I can't believe I missed that. I wanted to ask him a question."
3: Yeah, I can't oh, believe what? you guys fucking missed it. Yeah, what the hell, man? Oh, come on, it's not like I was telling you about it on my user page and shit. That's your own fault. Gone. It's true. You you fucked up. Yeah, now this is on your up. this is
2: on your heads, damn it. <sighs> Well, if they wanted to ask you a question, even though they weren't able to make it to this cast, what would be the best reasonable way to get in touch with you?
3: Uh, the FIMFIC or hey, uh, hit up that Twitter? Uh, I, I don't. Well, I do have a Twitter, but I never actually use it to post anything, so that would be basically useless. Uh, the easiest way, if you want to talk to me, would be to get on my Discord server because I'm way more active on Discord than I am uh, elsewhere, like on FIMFIC and stuff. And people PM me a whole lot on FIMFIC. Well, I'd say a whole lot, but I mean once in a while. Because it's not like I get constant PMs. But usually when people PM me on FIMFIC, I'll look at it, read the message, be too tired to respond to it, and then forget about it. So uh, you'll be more likely to get a response out of me if you go message me on Discord or join my server and message me. And you can find the link to my server on my FIMFIC user page. So just go there and you'll know where to go. And as I understand, the best way to get your attention in your Discord is to post Bat-Ponies? Uh, Yeah, if you post uh, pictures of Bat-Ponies, I'll probably make some comment about burning them, followed by various Daybreaker uh, emojis about genocide, and you know how that goes. But uh, yes, uh, you, you'll, you'll figure out how to contact me pretty quickly if you get into my Discord server, because I'm usually pretty active on it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Twenty Four.
2: We really appreciate your time.
3: Yeah, thank you guys for having me. It's been fun, especially doing my uh, impressions and making you die with laughter, especially Priest. (laughs) I well, to be fair, I'm a pretty low bar when it comes to comedy. Well, now you just made me feel bad about myself. I can't believe you did that. Good. That's that's just like my stories. I'm just here to make (laughs) people feel bad. Go also, ahead. a couple more fucks thrown out for the drinking word, and hopefully get a few more people pass out at their computers. So fuck you, go fuck yourself, fucking drink that shit, you little fuck. Drink fucking it. fucking, fucking milk. milk. Fuck fucking language. milk.
1: Fuck. 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 Who do we have next week? Calm wind. That's a very fucking calm name. Wow, I can't fucking believe it.
2: Yeah, right. Well, needless to say, thank you everyone for tuning in on this episode. You'll be seeing it go up on YouTube later this week. Your bartenders this evening have been Alex underscore. Uh, Enigmatic Otaku.
4: Here is your code for Raid Shadow Legends. Milk. When do
2: we get sponsored again? Our amazing guest, the 24th Pegasus. Hey, how's it going? I'm AIDS. Bye.
7: Well, go away. It's over. You're still here. It's the cream of the crop. The cream won't rise to the
1: top.